0: Everyone. Welcome to the Legacy Cafe Podcast with your host, Rob Lucy, author of the book How Will You Be Remembered? The definitive guide to creating and sharing your life story. So grab yourself a cup of coffee and find yourself a seat in the Legacy Cafe. Here's Rob. Thanks, Kathy. Yes, this is Rob Lucy. Hi everyone. Hey, do you know your grandparents? You know either one of them really well. Do you know what made them tick? My Just a little story. My grandfather came uh, west to Alberta in about 1895. He rode on the range as a cowboy, and then he got into the beer business. Well, spin forward uh, to the 1960s, I had a paper route, and I delivered the paper in the evening. It could be 20, 30 below, and my grandfather, when I had to go into his place, he'd always fill me up with hot chocolate or a drink of some sort. The sad thing is, of course, I was just a kid, and I was too young to ask Grandpa, Grandpa, what do you believe in? What what advice do you have for me? Well, we've got a man here who's who uh, became that bit of a philosopher, and he's called Grandpa the Philosopher. He's seventy-five year old Grandpa John Bowden, and he didn't let this opportunity escape to talk to his grandchildren and theirs and theirs and theirs. And one of John's legacies would be having those young minds stirring a little bit. Maybe they become a little bit wiser. uh, they become a better person. They become happier and more successful in their lives because of the wisdom that's come down. Grandpa John Bowden and his wife are grandparents to 11 grandchildren and seven great-grandchildren, and he's on the line. Hey, John. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you.
0: So, Grandpa the Philosopher, what started this? Why did you bother putting your thoughts down in these these pithy bits of wisdom for your grandchildren?
1: It began with a, a habit that I had that uh, for the last few years, where whenever I saw a quote or had an idea, I would jot it down in a spiral notebook. And pretty soon I had three or four spiral notebooks full of stuff and didn't know what to do with it.
0: Well, what, what made you think then that your grandchildren should hear this stuff? What, when did that happen?
1: Well, I think that really kind of happened because I had such a wonderful grandfather who had the opportunity to show me how a grandfather can relate with a grandchild and gave me that connection to make with my own grandchildren.
0: What's your memory of him then? How did he affect you?
1: Well, he uh contracting business, which was all horses and farms at that point. He had had five children and only one of them was a boy, and he was quite ill, and so he was kind of anxious to get his hands on a boy. And when I was the first one, and when I got to be six or seven years old, he um, would call my mother and say, uh, "Can I have the boy?" <laughs> okay. That's how my relationship started. And what did what did he
0: want to impart to you? Did you get a Did you te- think that your grandfather was telling you some pretty neat secrets, or?
1: Well, I don't think they were secrets, but he he had an opportunity to tell some of his own stories. And I think he really enjoyed doing that. He was able to provide uh, perspective. When he told the story about being hauled up out of a well, he was uh, digging to see a car go by. And it was the first car any of them had seen. And it gives a little bit of perspective to somebody who thought cars were normal.
0: Yeah. So he was into story, but then now you have, and those stories will only be repeated if they're repeated, but you have the advantage now of putting your stories and wisdom into the digital domain on a website. Was that a big jump for you?
1: Um, well, is what's a big jump is learning how to do it. It's uh, I'm finding it's as hard as learning how to fly. <laughs> well, you know how to fly. We'll get to that later. Where did the ideas come from? What, well,
0: what what kind of ideas are there in, in the site
1: well some of them are anecdotes and stories some of them are quotes from different people um some of them are controversial ideas that people have discussed back and forth and i'm a reader um, and try to challenge my own ideas as you uh, no, I call it, I'm Grandpa the Philosopher, very opinionated, uh, but often wrong.
0: Okay. And do the kids, what, what has been the reaction of your grandchildren or of any young people looking at it? Is, is, are you getting the reaction you want?
1: I'm getting the reaction I want. I'm still not getting the audience size, but the, the reaction is that uh, every, the kids love it. Do, are they tuning in every week
0: for when you, when you put something in? Is uh, it becoming are. a must-go-do?
1: Uh, some are. Um, I think the biggest problem is that uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to do uh, tweets and uh, Facebooks and all that kind of stuff to uh, get it out there and do it. Right now, I just use email. So I'm struggling with some of the mechanics of getting the information onto, into the world.
0: Well, some of our listeners that uh, go to Grandpa the Philosopher can probably help you out. You you talked about um, sometimes we're often wrong. Um, how do you define that for your for your kids, for the grandchildren, and the young people that are reading this stuff? What is right and what is wrong? Are you are you being fairly black and white in this, or how do you deal with that?
1: I, I think I might have uh, miscommunicated. I am trying to say that often we have opinions and thoughts and ideas that we've carried with us and we realize that maybe they are not correct. Uh, we are often get very involved with thinking we are right in defending ourselves and stop listening. And The most important thing we can do is to listen.
0: Mm-hmm. Give me an idea of the range of content you deal with. Uh, from, Is it how to how many which fork to use first for the salad all the way up to how to deal with people or what kind of content
1: yes i i i I have no constrictions on the topic or the subjects i just hope that at the end of whether it's a one line or three or four paragraph would be the response of the reader or the person listening to the videos do you have a sense because now you're in the digital
0: domain, you're in a web page and it'll last for hundreds of years if it wants if you wanted to. Do you have a sense of that longevity and that and how important that
1: is? Um, I guess feeling that what you have to say is important is a uh, hard obstacle to really believe that much in yourself.
0: Mm-hmm what about what if as other grandparents listening to us now and don't have the clear communication or the story relationship between their kids what would you say to them would you how do you how do you move grandparents into into talking to their their grandchildren and great grandchildren that it's really meaningful
1: for them i believe almost everyone has some stories and if you can Get into a position to be able to tell a story to your grandchild, which is aimed intentionally at entertainment rather than providing a lesson, and hopefully maybe with a laugh, that this will bring the opportunity for the grandchild to stop and listen to us. That, of course, is the first step to communication.
0: Have you had an experience with one of your children, one of your grandchildren that you know you really you really got to them
1: uh, I had w- one very memorable experience is when I was on a trip with one of my grandchildren a bit of an adventure into the Bahama Islands mm-hmm. and to have my grandson who was like 16 or 17 at that point and had some conflicts going on in his home life uh, was confused about spirituality and said grandpa what do you believe? Mm-hmm. What a question. To have a grandson ask a question like that is enough to make me delightedly happy that he would ask me such a thing. Did you answer him? I did. I said, I'm a Jonathan Livingston kind of guy. There's lots of spirituality out there. And we don't understand at all. How old do you think kids have to be to
0: start? to understand the wisdom of old grandpa?
1: I can't put an age on that. There's some kids that seem to get it when they're very young and some that haven't listened and they're 40.
0: Hmm. What's your greatest hope then? What do you, what would What? when you leave this terra firma, what will put a smile on your face? What will you have accomplished?
1: I, one of my Pieces is about stories, and I see stories are like our genes. They're what keep us alive after we die. Yep. And I hope that my stories will keep me alive after I die.
0: Mm-hmm. And how do you know you've been successful, though? Well, you have. How do you judge that?
1: Well, I don't know.
0: Fair answer, because we don't know everything. So somebody just penciled for me. Are you wise? Are you going to be wiser at 80 than you are at 75? If I can remember anything. (laughs) Okay. I'll take that as a
1: yes. (laughs) You're also an author. You've written a book. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, I uh, wrote uh, a book that explains about five years of my life from when I went to flunking out of college to going into the Marine Corps, getting picked up, taught to fly, going to Vietnam and uh, going back to school, married with a child and graduating back to Kuma out of school. And it was the five years of life where I went from a screw-up kid to a man. And that's part of a lesson that I wrote that started with me writing particular parts of it and reading it to my grandchildren at Christmas time. And all of a sudden, I realized I was having so much fun at it I just kept writing and it turned into a book. And what is that book called? Klondike Playboy. Klondike Playboy, but you
0: weren't in the Klondike, which is Alaska Yukon.
1: Well Klondike was the call sign
0: of our squadron. Okay. And the main message I'll get out of the book, what would you think that is?
1: Um, Is that no matter where you are, you can get better. Good.
0: So just one last thing. What would you say? I want, to, I want to nail this down. What would you say to grandparents now who are kind of intrigued that you, you, you're passing your wisdom and your stories on to all the children from your grandchildren down for decades now, hopefully. What would you say to other
1: grandparents? Um, Get going. Don't, don't try and teach a lesson. Try and communicate and tell stories that will make your grandchildren laugh and you'll be successful at communicating good message john Bowden. thank you very much
0: i'll tell you what folks if you'd like to learn a little bit more about well learn john's site uh, head to legacycafe.org forward slash grandpa we'll have a variety of things there for you legacycafe.org forward slash grandpa we'll get you to uh grandpa's site and also um you'll learn about his book called the klondike playboy and um it might just be the little bit of the catalyst for you grandparents out there to say yep it's time i started communicating to my grandchildren so that they remember my stories and and the lessons that are contained in there would that be fair john i think you hit the nail right on the head john Bowden. thank you very much and keep writing and we'll keep looking for your your stories and your wisdom thank you very much it was my pleasure okay john i'm rob lucy thanks for joining us at the Legacy Cafe. We'll see you again next time. Thanks for listening to the Legacy Cafe podcast. We have lots of great conversations coming your way. And by the way, if you want us to send you reminders that a new podcast is ready for you, go to LegacyCafe.org to subscribe. That's LegacyCafe.org. Have a great day and remember the coffee and conversations are always hot at the Legacy Cafe.